to the ISBA BursaCast podcast. This episode has been recorded and released on the 27th of July in the afternoon. This podcast is here to bring you the very latest on operational and regulatory issues impacting independent schools. Now, much like Bursa's, the ISBA does not rest over the summer period, and as such, we have a summer series of BursaCasts to come. And before we get into the details of this one, here to let you know about tomorrow's Friday Focus, which will be about the Kixi update that we heard from Sarah McKim. So if you'd like to hear all about that in podcast form, dial in tomorrow for that. In the meantime, let's get on with this week's updates. There has been an update on DfE's transgender guidance. Gillian Keegan, Secretary of State for Education, has made the following statement. I've been working closely with my right honourable friend, the Minister for Women and Equalities, on guidance for schools and colleges when a child is questioning their gender. We have always said that this is about safety for children. It is a difficult and sensitive area, and more information is needed about the long-term implications of a child to act as though they are the opposite sex. We also need to take care to understand how such actions affect other children in the school or college. These decisions must not be taken lightly or in haste. It is vital that the guidance we publish gives clarity for schools and colleges and reassurance for parents. So we have made the decision to allow more time to speak to teachers, parents, lawyers and other stakeholders in order to ensure this guidance meets the high expectations that these groups rightly have for it. In the meantime, schools and colleges should proceed with extreme caution. They should always involve parents in decisions relating to their child and should not agree to any changes that they are not absolutely confident are in the best interest of that child and their peers. They should prioritise safeguarding by meeting their existing legal duties to protect single-sex spaces and maintain safety and fairness in single-sex sport. I want to give reassurance of how seriously we are taking this issue and will endeavour to keep the House updated ahead of any developments. Next we have a few quickfire announcements. Firstly, Farrah & Co has published a useful blog on the latest employment law developments which can be read via the online bulletin. Next, we have a series of mental health courses sponsored by Ecclesiastical Insurance and delivered by Mental Health in Business. There are a number of these sessions, the first of which is on Youth Mental Health First Aid. These dates have been rescheduled to the 28th and 29th of September. These are from 9am till 5pm in London. The course is suitable for everyone who teaches, works, lives with or cares for 8 to 18 year olds. Please contact Cathy Sutherland at the isba.org.uk for further information and to book your place. The next session they offer is Suicide First Aid Light Virtual Training. This session is suitable for anyone seeking basic skills, knowledge and the tools to be able to intervene with people at risk of suicide. No previous experience or training is necessary. Again, please contact Cathy Sutherland at the isba.org.uk for further details and to book your place. Looking forward, we want to let you know about an HMC and IDPE 2024 
School Bursaries and Partnerships Conference. This is taking place on the 31st of January at BMA House in London. This session will help you explore with sector leaders how schools can truly address the widening gap in educational attainment between children from disadvantaged backgrounds and their peers and support more young people to achieve their academic and life ambitions. The conference is designed to support heads, bursars, governors, directors of development and directors of partnerships and community engagement to establish and develop successful bursary and partnership programmes. And to finish up, we'll have some of the top advice and guidance queries and answers for this week. The first of which is, one of our estate operatives has a 16-year-old son and we would like to offer him a temporary part-time summer job to cover holidays, etc. as a junior estates operative to help with general maintenance, painting and gardening. Please could you advise us of any additional checks that we should be aware of? We are conscious that he is only 16 and whilst he will be classed a young worker rather than a child, we will ensure that he will be accompanied at all times and will not work more than 8 hours per day or 40 hours per week. He will be paid through our PAYE scheme. The ISBA's reply. Given your comments, you may wish to ask for references for suitability. Ensure he attends an induction package which includes safeguarding, H&S, fire assembly points, signing in and out, etc. and produce a risk assessment, particularly relating to his health and safety because of course he'll be dealing with mechanical equipment, etc. and any contact he may have with pupils or summer camps, etc. As ever, Kixie 2023 has a useful reference and states in paragraphs 333, schools and colleges are not able to request that an employer obtains an enhanced DBS check with the children's barred list for information for staff supervising children aged 16 to 17 on work experience. And paragraph 334, if the activity undertaken by the child on work experience takes place in a specified place, such as a school or sixth form college, and gives the opportunity for contact with children, this may itself be considered to be regulated activity relating to children. In these cases, and where the child during the work experience is 16 years of age or older, the work experience provider, e.g. the school or sixth form college, should consider whether a DBS enhanced check should be requested for the child in question. DBS checks cannot be requested for children under the age of 16. Question 2. Does the ISBA have any intel on whether the proposed charitable concessions Labour are targeting will or will not include Section 19? There is a full guidance note that can be found via the ISBA bulletin, but one might presume that whilst the charitable status remains, the permit status would also but nothing appears to be completely off limits. And the third question is, we are updating our HR documentation to reflect the latest updates to Kixie. Does the ISBA have any resources that can help? Well, yes we do. Please see our template safer recruitment pack and child protection and safeguarding policy, which have now been updated for the latest Keeping Children Safe in Education. And if you'd like to hear more about keeping children safe in education, Sarah McKim and Rex Sartain hosted a webinar and now a podcast going over all the updates that you need to know about. And that'll be out tomorrow afternoon. So please do check in on that. And for the final part of this podcast, the ISBA top tip of the week, which I'm sure you've all been missing terribly, 
is we are getting a number of queries from schools on how to set up a fees in advance scheme. Please note we will be running a webinar on introducing a fees in advance scheme and how to get it right on the 14th of September. You can book your place via the website now. And now for the, the real final, I promise this is the final thing I'm going to say, we'd like to remind colleagues about the ISBA business directory in the ISBA reference library, which allows schools to search for specialist suppliers across the UK quickly and easily. The directory offers suppliers to the sector the chance to demonstrate the commitment they have to quality service to independent schools and to highlight any special offers or discounts they may have for ISBA member schools. The directory is fully searchable by business type, region or by location of the supplier. We do hope you find an opportunity to make the use of the directory and that it will help you find the best solutions for your school. You can find a link for that in this week's bulletin or by jumping onto the ISBA website. So with all of that done and dusted, we'll leave it there. We'll catch you tomorrow if you'd like to learn a little bit more about Kixie. But in the meantime, please do share this around with members of your team if you think they'll find it useful. It's a fairly easy way to digest some of the weekly news that the sector gets, whilst hopefully relaxing in a little bit more of a peaceful environment. Although, having looked at a lot of the schools, there's an awful lot of summer camps going on, so no doubt you're busier than ever as bursars. Anyway, that's all from me. Catch you soon. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, farewell. <laughs>